The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geek Show Podcast, welcome to it. It's another new episode for the month of April. I am your host, Carrie Jackson. We're going to get to the episode in just a moment. The episode is called, let's see if I can say this, Shizor's Cigar. Yeah, Prince Shizor. Yeah, that's the name of the episode. Anyway, uh, listen, if you have not seen the uh, season finale of Star Wars Rebels, I think it's season three we're going to be talking about, um, you may want to pause now, watch that, and then listen to the episode because it gets it gets pretty involved about the season finale where Lee and I try to explain to everybody about uh, Moose Bear Stormcloud. He's going to be your new friend, I swear. Look for Moose Bear Stormcloud uh, merchandise appearing at geekshowpodcast.com uh, and speaking of which uh, go there and buy the merch we're getting rid of all of it we're going to start all over so go in there buy your stuff there's probably some sales and uh, you'll probably get some free stuff in there as well so go on and, and buy your merchandise and yeah, we're going to clear it all out and start over uh, so uh, thank you for uh, downloading and thank you to our sponsors for making this podcast possible of course Dr. Volt's Comic Connection open seven days a week their whole service is free, and with that, you get the discount of 20% off purchases over $20 or more, and you get the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South, it's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Of course, Cabin Fever as well, serving the meek, the geek, and the freak in your life since 1982. Cabin Fever, located in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South, 700 East. Cabin Fever, so much more than a card store. Also, Chef Daniel, Daniel Cantu. Are you having ingredients shipped to your home and then you do all the work? And all that packaging and ice packs, they can't be good for the environment. Let Daniel do it. Home delivery service geared for those who can't cook or are too busy or have decided to make changes in their diet and don't know where to start. Uh, it's it's a great service. Cantu's Catering, C-A-N-T-U-S Catering.com for more info or call him 801-359-6035. Also want to thank Dawn and Leah at Black Velvet Boutique up in Clearfield. Their address is 293 South State Street in Clearfield. BlackVelvetBoutique.com. They're open seven days a week. It's not a porn store or a novelty store. It's a store for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex. So thank you very much. And thank you especially for supporting this show through thick and thin. And uh, tell more of your friends about it. Yeah, we could use a little love. Why not? Everybody could use a little love. Anyway, let's get to the episode, Shizor's Cigar. Please to enjoy. It's the kind of fan that I hate. He says things to them like, there you go, slant eyes. I don't understand why my beard looks like shit. He's hung like kryptonite. Well, a vagina's almost as interesting as Star Wars. Almost. I wish there was a way to bring everyone's level down at once. Are they going to be crying into their copies of Splinter of the Mind's Eye? Yes, Superman! What? I love it. Who would buy a yellow DeLorean? If you hate hipsters as much as I do. Geekshowpodcast.com and welcome back to the basement. Hey, look at us. Hey. Hey. How did we In get the here? Base. Right. Yay. That's right. Let's do it, baby. Um, I, well, this is uh, this episode is notable only because I'm uh, my notebook. What? what is full? Oh, oh my goodness! And well, I, guys, it's been a real great time yeah. with all of you. Yeah. Yeah. This is the notebook that I use to make show notes. 
Like here, is that the original one? Has it? I've gone through one more. Yeah. So this is the second you one that, that I've gone through. Know? I've got it somewhere. Yeah. Uh, but so you can see, the last episode was for the third. It was indie part two, and I got Valerian and all that stuff. What's the first episode? I don't know. Let me see. Well, let's see. If that's your second one, you're averaging about one every four four ish years. years. Jesus. So the other notebook actually Um, has my my murder list in it. Probably. Well, let's see. I know. I didn't have a year. I didn't put years on it. It says 8 11. Hot Box Yoga was the name of the episode. (laughs) (laughs) I think, yeah. And we. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles review? Which movie would that be? I I loved it. Probably the it's probably the first, first one. live action, yeah. yeah. Um, the, re- the reboot. Oh, it was back when we were still doing Geek Show Movie Night. Mm. Uh, let's see, and then eight eighteen is the episode like he old. Oh yeah, that's oh. definitely an episode I'm on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and look that that page has some of my gum in it. <laughs> I left, my, I left Sa- my gum in there. Saving it for later. Oh, save that when you go missing in Korea, so we could use it to identify you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is this has been a couple of years because the next episode is Beat Boobs eight twenty five, and we talk about Guardians of the Galaxy and how much money it's making. Oh, there we go. So that must have been you know sometime oh, after you, the opening. That was uh, August eighth, two thousand fourteen. Wow, fourteen, almost three years ago. Wow. Almost three. Wow, years. that was a different time, man. It's a different time, bro. Better times. So, better times, man. Let me put that down. Fourteen. So yeah. that's that's the that's the past few years of show here nice. in this in this notebook. Nice. So, uh, yeah. Uh, maybe we'll auction that off or something. I don't know. Who would I'll give that? you a piece of bubble gum. So I'm starting, <laughs> uh, new, starting a new one. Starting Ooh. a new one. This oh, is, this oh. is hardbound. This is a little hardbound one Ooh. that uh, somebody gave me with Marvel characters oh, on it. That's pretty nice. And it's, it's got the rubber strap. Oh! Oh! oh, oh yeah. 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 Right to it. Dang. All right. Huzzah! Anyway. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, let's see. Let's go around and introduce the panel over there. Lee George Cade, everybody. Hey, Hi. everybody. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm uh, I'm, I'm happy to say that my uh, my league in Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes is is right up there. We're we're doing good in those Rancor raids. Oh, good. So. For you. <laughs> good. Oh, it's, it's, uh, it's, that's good. Tony had a question for you. Yeah, I did about uh, <laughs> because you asked it and I said Lee will know. Possibly. Oh, this was a piggyback on James and I were talking about this a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, a little bit ago, has anyone ever seen a Jawa without a, a head, a hoodie? Never once. Okay. Never so we, once. So we don't know what they. We look don't like. know what they look like. Okay. I, I, I still, honestly, my go-to answer is always be Arthur. But um, <laughs> okay, it's it, she's not, that's your answer for everything. It's not been seen, so right. we we have no idea what they look like under the thing. We okay. do know that they do. They they're more than just Tatooine, though. I mean, oh, they exist they're, off of Tatooine. Oh, see, as well. I didn't know yeah, that. They're, they're okay. galactic hillbillies. Oh. They live everywhere. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> like what song is this? Galactic Rats. Uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony. First, first of the month. First of the month. Dog, this is it's April first right now. Well, as when we're recording. But I mean, like this is. I think maybe that's why they. It's gangster. It's it's playing. This is the first of the month, y'all. This is y'all remember this well, shit. This is the tenth no. actually. No. So. so yeah. Sorry, man. Because time, time travel. So. <laughs> So yeah, if you uh, if you want to come eat some uh, good food, come see me at Fresh One Forty Five East, thirteen hundred South Suite Two Hundred One, uh, and all the art stuff is all at uh, lgk.com. All right, thank you very much. You can see me. I'm painting dragons right now. Where the the commission the the crazy. How do you get them to hold still? Uh, they well they they uh, <laughs> long story short they don't um, the the woman that broke into my garage and smashed my studio um, we we spent about three hours looking for little bits of dragons. Oh. Uh, yeah. 
All right. That's okay. She was she was really friendly. <laughs> she she told the police when they showed up. That's the devil. He's stealing my things. So, you and you go, not me. Yes, me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I, don't know what I think my exact about. words were, asshole. You huffed all my spray paint, but anyway. that was you my spray paint to huff. You should have grabbed her by the ankles and shook it out of her back into a paint can. That's right. Squeeze <laughs> uh, <laughs> her head really hard. She mingled all the colors. Uh, so. I don't understand. This works in cartoons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So, uh, Jimmy Martin, everybody. Oh, don't put me around a homeless lady, apparently. <laughs> I want my paint back. <laughs> I want my paint back. <laughs> uh, watch me on KSL, Big Movie Mouth Off, uh, Read Me and Slug, and listen to me on The Arrow. Mediocre Show, and Geek Show. Oh, thank you. Woo! Uh, he is the designated driver and producer of the program. He is Quad T, Too Tall Trill Tony. Hey! Hi! Check me out on Twitter if you want, at Quad T Tony. or uh, nice of you. Or here, obviously, on the Geek Show, or on Gadget Spot with Excitable James and Jaron and Owen. <laughs> what was that? That was, that was less excitable than usual. You want to try that again? Oh, he's no, he's tired. Right. He, he had a long night. Yeah. It's like I guess first so. episode. Extinguish James. That, wind him up. That podcast is all about gadgets, tech, and video games. Oh. You, ever, you guys ever like review like female gadgets? What? Yeah. What's a female gadget? Aren't uh, gadgets just for everyone? Um, yes, actually, the answer to that is yes. I thought those, so too. Those gadgets can be used by anyone. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. I'll give you that. Yeah. All right. Except <laughs> that one. We don't talk about that. Well, that, that person was born without parts for those toys to yes. work in. So, <laughs> Whoa. He'll give you that. Like he's, a Kendall. He's Jay Whitaker. What's up? I'll give you that. He'll give you that. Yeah, you know what that is. Yeah, I'll give you the that. The benefit of the doubt. Yeah, the benefit <laughs> of the motherfucking doubt. The B of the D. All right. I'm giving the B of the D. I knew it. That's what. Um, what's up, everybody? Yeah, what's uh, where can where can we see your stuff? Um, follow me on Twitter at it's Jay Whitaker, um, and on, and as well as Snapchat and Instagram. Yeah, don't follow it is Jay Whitaker. That's a whole other yeah, that's, that's a different that's a guy. Whole, that's a whole yeah. different guy. That guy's an asshole. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, come fuck with me. Hey, so like as we're recording this, I, I guess. The, well, this the, is the tenth, so yeah. you can. As we recorded this, Juarez twenty forty five is out now. Out. Uh, remember, uh, two years ago I filmed this movie, and so t- the premiere. As we're recording this, the premiere is tonight. But um, um, now, this will where, where can we see this? Um, I have no idea. I think. <laughs> uh, no, I no, 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 idea. no. I know it's an exclusive at Hollywood Video. Yeah, it's, <laughs> which is, doesn't yeah, exist anymore. Yeah, exactly. But um, it's There's got one Dan- in Pensacola. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it is the number one renting movie at the Pensacola Hollywood. It Video. is. It is. Um, but it is. From what I from what I gather, don't be surprised if you do see it on on like on demand or yeah on demand or possibly even Netflix. You know, oh, good, like good, honestly, good. No. but it's got Danny Trejo in it and my dumbass swearing a lot. So go see it. Does the twenty forty five indicate the year that it's supposed to take place? Yes. Yeah. Are I, there? For, do you have a laser gun in this movie? There, I can't. Spo- I can't spoil oh, anything. Oh man, I can't spoil. I gotta anything. see this. But I swear a lot. Um, I recommend if you do see it, go have like a lot of whiskey and then or a lot of hot cocoa. Uh, yeah, and um, just go see it and then um. Come fucks with me at uh, Wise Guys this weekend. Or excuse me, on Thursday. I'll be doing a Thursday night show. It's only $5. $5, April 6th. Okay, s- that, that, that was last week. This oh, is, shit. This is the 10th. <laughs> Fuck! I, I've said to you several times now, this is the 10th. Were you holding <laughs> keys in your hand when you told him this? <laughs> Fuck, man. Um, you got to get him to focus on it. All right, well, go to, go to O'Reilly Auto Parts. Get you a flux capacitor. Go back in time and go see me. Um, but, uh, yeah, just, just do that. Okay. All right. Go do that, then. You okay, Shannon? <laughs> yeah, what? Oh, I was just thinking about life. Oh, okay. <laughs> Had a rough night last night. Yeah. yeah. On the on the ninth? Yeah, on the ninth. On the ninth. How was that was your ninth? <laughs> but how about that beer? It's probably rough too. How, how about that beer? 
Oh, Fisher Brewery. That's a place. Damn, that's a good place. Shannon, Shannon came and hung out in my uh, in, in in my in my neighborhood. Oh yeah, you got a yeah. brewery over there, right? I got a brewery across the street. Nice. Which uh, which is nice for me because I can say to the wife, "Okay, now it's time to start walking home, or we may not make it." <laughs> <laughs> across the street, I you can see a, you. You know, what else is a great place. Mm. Lucky Thirteen. Yes, it Yay. is. Yeah, come there on Wednesdays uh, around eight thirty. Eight, get there at eight. I do my pub quiz. It's just, it's fucking fantastic. It is. It's a good time. Uh, and I got to throw hmm. a shout out to one of our uh, advertisers. Yes, who? Hmm? Chef Cantu. Oh, Chef Daniel, yeah. He's always good. Uh, so he did a bunch of St. Patrick's Day themed stuff and he brought it to me. Oh, yeah? Corned his own beef. Really? Some of the best corned beef I've ever had in my oh, life. He's good. He's good. And, How do you uh, corn beef? Huh? It's just like, like that. corn and hammer. It's, it's Push corn and the hammer. corn into the beef? No, it's. Shut butt. up. Don't. Put that, don't do that with your hand. Stop <laughs> that. But also, so this week I was in a uh, bit of a jam. Like, I didn't, I was like, I'm super busy, didn't mm-hmm. have time to cook. Put it in order. Nice. And, well, that's, uh, that's, that's so good, so easy. I had this fabulous uh, pork belly rice bowl that he made. Mm. Fantastic. So, you hear his uh, ad, mm-hmm. check him out. Yeah. Man. I had his food during uh, Fat Tuesday, like when, and he made all. Yeah, bunch he did of a bunch of, like, New Orleans. Orleans. Yeah. Oh, God, really? so oh, that's no, cool. He did, Themes he did, he, he did, like, this, this shrimp neat. gumbo that was, uh, and this chicken gumbo. Daniel's amazing. a really good guy. And he's a good guy. Yeah. yeah. That's, 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 he that's, helped that's, me move. He helped me move. He helped you move? Yeah. What the fuck was y'all? <laughs> uh, well, I you didn't help people didn't. move because I'm a fucking prick. He'll show up, like, his brother or his fiance. Yeah, Roger's cool, too. His fiance. They'll show up and, like, when Kat's doing Farmers, because they have a booth there sometimes, too. They'll just walk up and be like, here you go. And just because they know, like you know, she can't go anywhere sometimes if I'm not there with her. Yeah, and they'll just like deliver food and just give it to her. Just that's nice. Yeah, so, good so. guy. Good guy. Take advantage of his service. Yes, please do. All right, um, we have a host. Oh, what? Yeah, ladies okay. and gentlemen, the admiral, Mr. Oh. Kerry Jackson. Oh, hi. Uh, Monday through Friday, six to ten. X ninety six dot com. I didn't get it here. I want to know. Yes, what? So people from not around Utah uh, are blood alcohol. Level. Yeah, to this, get a DUI is going down to .05. This podcast head, is headquartered in Salt Lake City, yeah. Utah. And you guys drank on the radio. Yes. How many drinks did you have to have to get to .05? Here's, here's the thing. <laughs> um, what we discovered was is that because I drink so regularly, uh-huh. I'll mm. say it that way. You got That's a, a good, nice way, yeah. You got a good filter. Uh, you got a good tolerance. I have good a tolerance. better tolerance uh-huh. and filter than someone who does not. Drink so regularly. Right. Hmm. That's like, what say, we discovered when we were Gina. Gina actually drinks pretty regularly, so she's seasoned. Yeah, she's seasoned. She likes whiskey. I like whiskey. She's a whiskey girl. But yeah, so that's what we discovered was because other people have conducted this experiment and they were like Jim Debacus. Yeah, after two drinks, yeah, good. after two drinks, we're hitting point oh five. But two drinks at point oh five is not that's, and that's not bad. That's yeah, but. Still, uh, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It is. It is. So uh, it, that's the problem with this law is that it affects everybody differently. Mm-hmm. So yeah. and 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 are you going to get a breathalyzer and test yourself that's just the, to go out to have a little well, something? Because I think I wake up at a point oh five. Right. <laughs> like honestly. Well, see, that's why I. That's for control. I I did it. Before we started, I said, I, I told Michelle, bring it over here. Let me say, and it was zero, zero, zero. I thought for sure it'd be from the night before. I'd still, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. have some. 
But uh, I I thought uh, you, you had know. a guest on there. Maybe it was with the with the breathalyzer. It may have been her. Yeah, she was with the restaurant commission. That's it. Yeah, is yeah. that because I would always you know like, as, as shitty as it is because it, it is. Um, usually when I go out drinking, I always like oh let's take an Uber. You know, yeah, that'd be yeah. fine. But she made a great point where she said, hey, like if you just want to come down, not to go get like shit hammered on like on a Friday night, just like hey, you want to come down and grab dinner and have a couple of drinks like that, you know. Okay, well, I can't do that if I'm going to, you know, drive. So mm-hmm. I'll take an Uber. And if I, she's, I think she even said Sugar House, which is where mm-hmm. I live. Mm-hmm. And she's like, if you took a, a ride from Sugar House to downtown, met somebody there, that's twenty dollars an Uber. Yep. Then you you have your, uh, you know, a couple of drinks and maybe an appetizer like that. That's going to be at least twenty thirty bucks. Yep. And then an Uber back, so you're looking at about forty, seventy, it's eighty true. bucks to just it's go true. have a fucking drink. It's like, true. Mm. I've ridiculous. done it and I've been doing yeah. it. And it's and I it's it and it's, unf- it's unfortunate now because the the downtown bar and restaurant scene is exploding. Yes. Yeah. That we've got so many great restaurants and bars. And our legislators already fucked them over with yeah. uh, with outdoor retailers. Yeah. And now this. One of one of the biggest money making weeks in this state. Oh yeah, just basically said, "Look, you guys got to stop sucking on Cole's tit, yeah, and and move on, and uh, or or we're leaving." And the and the state said, "Eh, whatever, we don't need you." Well, and then the, they left. The, the relatable equivalent to people in that is when we talk to cab drivers in San Diego mm-hmm. when we're down yeah. for San Diego Comic Con. They said because there was talk that. San Diego Comic-Con was going to leave, go to Las Vegas or L.A. And they were like, if we lose San Diego Comic-Con, we are fucked. Oh, yeah. No. When I and waiters and waitresses. Too, waiters like, and waitresses said the same thing. I all my money thing. this week. They, yeah, yeah, they said the same yeah. thing when we talked to them about it. It's the same thing with downtown Salt Lake City. We lost the outdoor retailers. There was that Mexican and, restaurant right in front of the convention center. And they have like, they have signs that say, you know, once you're done with your food, get the fuck out. Because, like, you know, that's how they make their money. Mm-hmm. And I t- the, one of the managers came up. He said, of the 12 months of the year, I make, I think he said, like, five or six of the full year in mm-hmm. that in that fucking week in that week wow yeah. yeah and so he goes if we lost that I'm I'm out of fucking business oh and and, and as uh, as the restaurant tour at the table um you you live and die by good weeks mm-hmm. because most weeks you might be scraping even and actually mm-hmm. I'd say a third of your weeks you're actually looking mm-hmm. for other ways to bring in income so when you have your your predictable good week that's the week that you go okay that's when we're having performance evaluations because that's the week I can realistically offer somebody a raise mm-hmm. and and not you know, go to shit. So, uh, making it so that it's harder for uh, and and let's let's be honest about the markup on alcohol. I don't oh. serve alcohol at my restaurant because I don't want to be part of Utah's chain of liability. Yeah, because I get somebody at a beer at lunch and then they get in an accident seven bars later. I'm fucked. Um, don't want to be part of that. But if you're a, a downtown establishment that. Your markup on booze is like eighty percent. So and and it's already marked up because of the state, right? The state already made their money and their tax money and yeah. their revenue. I mean, I mean, I go to I go to to, to California and and I go to Bevmo get a yeah, mem- get a get a membership check. Yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> uh, and and I pick up my usual, and it is fifteen to eighteen dollars yeah. cheaper there. Yep. Yeah. Oh, you get it. You get a table with yeah. drinkers, and you have a beverage tab going on at a downtown. My my wife. Long story short. I uh, was one of the head waitresses at the downtown Olive Garden. Mm. Uh, shitty job. Oh, geez. Because you know, you know what you're dealing with uh, 50 months out of the year? Mm. You're dealing with a church office building, and uh, they don't tip on unlimited soup and salad. They really? just don't. But outdoor retailers comes to town, you get a table of drinkers, and you're like, cool, I'm mm-hmm. making money. Oh, and they're out of state, so they tip. Yeah. So, cool. This is fantastic. But now you put it so that people are afraid to drink, Yeah. Uh, even responsibly. Yeah. Like, oh, it's a, no, yeah. So, it, how other, many, Carrie? Uh, I, I didn't blow point point oh five after three glasses yeah. of wine. I blew point oh four something, yeah. four and some change. Yeah, 
uh, after three glasses of wine. But, but again, that's because I am, as the good doctor would say, a professional. Uh, You're not a but, stunt drinker. Uh, yeah, someone someone who doesn't drink as much as I do. And again, you, you're going to have to... Figure it out, I guess, on your own. Yeah. Uh, it's just ridiculous. I'm like anyway. one of those interns. Are like, you don't know me. <laughs> you didn't even have anything to drink yet. Uh, shut up. <laughs> I got to Terry's air. I got to smell it. I mean, that's uh, that's bad news. But I do have good news. Yay! I don't know how Lee will feel about happy this. days oh, are here shit. again. Don't expect Dash Rendar to make an appearance. Good. In Star Wars Rebels. Good. Is that the one from the game? Fucking Shadows of the Empire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. Shadows of the Empire game. Hey, he's, you know what? He's a computer character to replace Ham Salad. So how about we call him Dash because he runs, he's fast, or Rendar because he's rendered. Uh, Ham Salad? Solo. Sorry. Han Solo. Uh, so, so, so they asked they ask Gary Whitta. Now I'm hungry. They asked Gary Whitta, says, uh, uh, can you bring Dash Rendar from Shadow of the Empire to Rebels? He says, you know... There are certain people at Lucasfilm that would hang you from a tree for saying yeah, something like that. Yeah, they would sooner put in Jar Jar. Uh, I'm serious. Says he's a very polarizing character. People yep. either love or hate Dash Rendar. Shadows of the Empire is polarizing, period. Yep. Like People go back to Shadows and they go, oh, you have problems with the prequels? You have problems with the special editions? It all went to shit with Shadows when mm-hmm. you have fucking rapey Prince Shizor. Yeah. You know, uh, the whole motivation, if you read the Shadows of the Empire book, is to see Leia naked. That's the whole oh. thing. And, and you're reading hmm. it going... Wow, this is so Clinton era. <laughs> Why does he have that cigar? Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, have another drink. My pheromones are making you happy. Hmm. How do you spell Shizor? X I S O R. Wait, what? We call him. We call him Rapor. So I think we're going to call this episode Shizor's cigar. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so far, that's the winner. Yeah, it's the it's the uh, it's the uh, Mandarin X is pronounced with a sh. Uh, but uh, he goes on yeah. to say one of the great things about Rebels is you can introduce characters Exciting. from a wider pantheon of Star Wars. One of the coolest things of Season 3 is that we got to bring in Thrawn. And they um, did a great which job. Which they did a great job. Essential character of the show. So I think are always looking for opportunities. But people who work at Lucasfilm are very aware of not doing stuff necessarily for fan service. You do it because it's something the show needs or can benefit from rather than just throw that there because it's an Easter egg and someone will notice. But the YT-2500 is a badass looking ship. So if you want to bring in the Outrider... Go for it. Well, let's but. talk about the this. It was the season finale of season mm-hmm. three, just yeah. recently. Yeah. And uh, okay, if you guys haven't seen it, I'm sorry. We're gonna me and Tony. Me and Tony are just blank staring. We're, we're, we're not season gonna, finale. Or I've what? Been, I've been Rebels. Season three. Oh, yes. Rebels. I'm all caught up. I'm season I've heard, two, of, I've heard season, of that. Season three brought in uh, Rebel Wilson, a, yeah. a rumored character called the Bendu, and mm-hmm. the Bendu is the perfect balance of the Force. The Bendu mm-hmm. is uh, the dark side and the light side of the Force, perfectly balanced in one giant. I'd say it looked like a moose, kind of. Yeah, twenty, like 20 a bear? story tall moose bear. Moose bear, voiced voiced by the fourth Doctor, Tom Baker. Which, yeah, and yeah. Uh, he he does he does some pretty menacing work in this last episode because uh, Kanan pisses him off, mm-hmm. and so uh, it turns out the Bendu can turn into a giant cloud monster, and <laughs> like not- Galactus. Uh, no, but with a face, oh. as opposed to it's like a storm with a face. A storm with a face, like casting atmospheric force lightning at Thrawn's army, which mm-hmm. is kind of amazing. <laughs> uh, wait, wait, all right. Stupid question. Yeah. So when you have a balance with the force, you can do force lightning. You and do everything. You, 
So you can do it's the best of both worlds. It is both worlds. It is the absolute balance of the force, which is and, and that's kind of their way of but, saying that's what the whole prophecy of Anakin Skywalker was was bringing this perfect being that was the balance of the force between the Jedi and the Sith. I thought there were only certain things you could do only if you go far enough down the path. That's of that's, the dark side or the light uh, side. That's like expanded universe bullshit, Tony. Oh, good thing we don't listen <laughs> yeah. to that anymore. So, no, because Rogue, Rogue One Rogue One shows us when you go to the the big the big planet the big Force planet. Yeah. Uh, they there are thousands of different cultures that worship the force in some way shape or form jedi and the sith are just two of them hmm. so you have there's a possibility that there's some a group of of uh, force sensitive warrior monks that aren't jedi that use the force and flip around and do all kinds of crazy shit. Okay. The correct mm. answer is the Mormons. Yes, the yeah. Mormons. <laughs> That's what I was thinking, too. I was thinking, I was thinking, could I be on that world? Yeah. Is there a Mormon? Elder Christiansen, it's, it's a, time to activate the Temple Star. Cool. Just some large Thank ginger you. squash eating custard and believe no, it in the but, force. Uh, some, something we haven't seen in Star Wars yet is uh, orbital bombardment, which yeah. is... Uh, well, like, you finally get to see battleships do what they do best. and that's, Explode? Yeah. <laughs> and then there was that. That that final battle in space was pretty pretty well, fucking cool. One I of the thought, things yeah. in the expanded universe they had was the interdictor cruiser, which is a, a ship that has these these domes all over it. They're called gravity well projectors, and they will pull you out of hyperspace. Yeah, so you can't so, escape. Yeah, you can't oh, escape. Yeah, that's so pretty cool. you you have you have this in the expanded universe, and Dave Filoni said, "Let's bring him into Rebels." And so you have Thrawn and his blockade of uh, of chopper base. And this dude in a Corellian ship, he's just like uh, the the leader of the of the rebel crew. Oh, it's it was General Dodonna. General Dodonna. General Dodonna's like from, uh, New Hope. Yeah, he's like get out of here. And so a guy launches a ship into hyperspace, and all of a sudden it just <clears throat> and it just starts drifting. Yeah, <laughs> it's That's like crazy. oh yeah. So they had two of those fuckers, and uh, and no army to speak of. So yeah. Thrawn oh. Thrawn was just ripping them to shreds. And I have. Very emotional reactions to certain ships being blown up mm -hmm. and ripped apart by fighters. So, like, Return of the Jedi is really hard for me to watch because I love Rebel ships. And this <laughs> last episode of Rebels, you're just watching Thrawn rip the shit out of the Rebels. Yeah, just destroying them. So, wait. It's not a classroom. I gotta, I'm, I'm still trying to understand this perfect balance shit. Yeah. So, Moose Bear got, like, Moose, perfect balance. Moose Bear got pissed, which you can do when you're No, balanced. but I mean, is, he the, is Moose Bear, like, the only... Dude, that's he's, balanced. He's the Bendu. Actually, he's actually Bendu. Bear Moose. And he's been there. He, he says at one point, he says at one point, he's like, I've been here thousands of years. I've been here before any of you even were a concept, and I'll be here long after you're gone. And even at one point, spoiler, they blow the Bendu out of the sky. And well, who's he, Bendu? The Moose Bear. That's, the Moose Bear. That's the Moose the Bear. Fuck? Well, he bear became moose. a he became a storm cloud. Remember? Pick a side. Moose, <laughs> moose Bear Storm Cloud. That Do is I my need to jingle keys in front of you? That is my native name, Moose Bear Storm Cloud. Okay. So it's April tenth, by the way. He pulls, he pulls, a, he pulls a Ben Kenobi and disappears and starts laughing. So I mean, it's it's this ultimate. Is he an organic life form? Does he age? He's a storm cloud. What the fuck do you think? He doesn't it's, age. He's a monster. Is he, is he just like a giant concentration of midichlorian clouds? Tony, as the as the token religious person at the table, I think you'd be able to make this leap of faith. He is a <laughs> hey, mine. <laughs> Mine's real. <laughs> Your God is wrong. He's like, he's like the devil's in my hot drink. Shut yeah. up. So basically, this this uh, this this particular sky cake may have. Right. Sorry, Patton, but it's fine. It's, it's good. Sky cake is. Uh, yeah. We don't know. Well, I, that's what I just. I was I'd just say curious. If, unknowable. If he started off as a person that like. Thank you. 
excelled so much that he became this evolved. Started off as a moose bear. Yeah. Can the moose bear drink coffee? Yes. A moose bear can do whatever he wants because he's balanced. He picks but, and chooses. But I want to be the moose bear. You should be the Ooh, moose bear. Exactly. That's but that's cool. what I'm trying to figure out is like, who can, are the other balanced people? They don't show them, Jay. I think they might not well, no. ever show them. Okay. And, and that was, that's all I I'm think. Talking. I think if there is another balanced character in yeah. Star Wars, we'll find out in December and his name may or may not be. But Luke. is that like... It, it, can the moose it, bear drink iced coffee? Yes. The moose bear can choose what it wants. <laughs> I'm just hey. trying to understand Star Wars more. What are you saying? And I'm just trying to say, is, is the So goal, of, of all it, the questions you're going to ask me about Star Wars, you're going to perseverate on a fucking cosmic moose bear. No, 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 no. I'll be honest. First of all, I'll be honest. I appreciate you using those perseverate words. To <laughs> this this Sorry, moose bear. I used to work in behavior management. Perseverate no, is a big word for This us. moose bear is the most interesting thing we've said this far. <laughs> exactly. No, no, no. It's, 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 I love that this is the moose bear episode. Uh, uh-huh. no, but, no, but I'm just saying, is the overall goal of the forest to be balanced? That's, yes. what, that's, yes. that's what I wanted to yes, know. Yes, because that's, that's the whole prophecy of the chosen one is that they need to bring balance to the force. Okay, so the Jedi so, get it. The Jedi get it wrong. They think balance to the force means to wipe out the Sith. To the force... The balance in itself means probably equality to no, the sides. No, no necessary practitioners. So, uh, so uh, Moose Bear Stormcloud is the overall goal of the uh, of Star Wars. Really, he is he is a result of balance in the Force, but Thank he is you. not. That's all I want but he understand. is not, or it is not, the balance of the Force. He okay. is balance of the Force, so but not the balance. Another of the question I have then: Moose Bear Stormcloud. If, if the prophecy Hashtag. of the balance of the force is supposed to come through Anakin, or that's a Jedi or, prophecy. Okay, so that's Jedi specific. Yeah, because so it's because like, you already have one with Moose Bear. It, it, so so let me put it in in, and in the broad Jedi's terms. Can drink any temperature drink they want. <laughs> let, me, let me put it in broad in broad terms. So if if like the King James Bible is an iteration of the Old Testament, LeBron and James, and then the Book of Mormon is an iteration of Mormon doctrine based off of the King James Bible, the Jedi are that's kind not how of. It is. Whatever. <laughs> That's the Ving Rhames Bible. Yeah. The Ving Rhames Bible. The Ving, so the Ving Rhames Bible is its own thing. God! <laughs> the prophet! The Jedi... That's a Bob's Burgers joke. It's the fun. Jedi have their own interpretation of what they think the Force is. Yeah. Okay. So And they have their own school of philosophy and scripture and, and dogma and, mm. in some cases, even prophecy. And so they believe, or Qui-Gon believed, that Anakin was... The prophecy of the one, the chosen one, that was going to bring balance to the Force. So they thought it was going to be the end of the Sith yeah. and this new age yeah. of enlightenment. But it was not. No, actually, it was the destruction of the Jedi yes. brought about the balance of the Force. Yes. But then they had to destroy the Sith yes. at the end. Mm-hmm. So when do storm clouds happen? Uh, well, usually it's different types of atmospheric pressure. Yeah, some's nice. cold, some's hot. This is and what they I was collide together. Dark light. Yeah, it's yeah. condensation. Oh, I yeah. thought we were talking about actual weather. Yeah. Um, <laughs> somebody, somebody get the magnets and put the sunshine up on the wall for now. Hey, no, magnets. <laughs> how, do how do they, they work? work? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Me and Tony have had like seven high fives on this episode. Kids table. Table. <laughs> table. Oh, now, man. I'm going to get Jay to the program at KSL for the <laughs> junior reader. <I'll> just... <laughs> this is a green screen. <laughs> now, how does that work? The, the, Will Jay. The other great thing. I don't know how to fuck with this. <laughs> <laughs> the other great thing that happened in season three, and I'm sorry I'm going to spoil this because it's been a month. That's fine. Yeah, yeah that's my and, fault. And go that ahead. is uh, uh, Ben Kenobi. We go to Tatooine. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. and uh, and Ben Ben, it's old Ben Kenobi. It's old Ben, and uh, he's he's watching over Luke. You see what he's been doing. You see what he's been years. doing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, blue milk, blue. it was <laughs> it was interesting to me that the battle with Maul ten seconds. It was ten seconds. Yeah, 
Wait, he can just kick the shit out of him? Uh, Kenobi he, cut him right down the middle. Kills him. He, in is he going to come back as another spider? No. Is he going to come hey, back as half hey, spider hey, and hey, half... There'll, hey, be, there'll be two Darth Mauls. That was badass. <laughs> if you watch that... both sto- half spiders. Yeah, both you, half spiders. If you watch that story arc, it was badass. Mm-hmm. You and I have very different terms uh, for badass. You didn't badass. watch the whole story arc, so I know you didn't. <laughs> but, uh, so but... Festering in hate for 20 years. After all of that, he gets killed in 10 seconds? Yeah. What a bitch. Yeah, what Jimmy said. Or Kenobi is a badass. Uh, Super. No, it it changes New Hope in the same way that Rogue One changes New Hope. You know, he mm. walks up to his hut and uh, Ben Kenobi's is like, motherfucker, nope. did I cut you in half like 20 I mean, years Kenobi, ago? I'm going to do it again. Yeah. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, oh, my God. God. Shit. I'll split you that way, motherfucker. Because, yeah, they they, <laughs> yeah, Maul and Kenobi didn't fight like 30 times in Clone Wars. I didn't watch Clone Wars. I know. So your whole oh, that was stupid. Dope. You don't. Uh, Nobody said it was stupid. Shut up, he did. Oh, I'm gonna fight I'm gonna, him, I'm Jimmy. Oh, why you a spider? Okay, so but it was it, what was badass about it was it do was, moose bears exist? It, it was three moves. It was three moves. He stands up. Kenobi. He stands up and he does the he does the fucking Alec Guinness, Ewan McGregor fingers you know. over the head thing. Yeah. And Maul activates his saber, and then he just fucking closes in and slices him down the middle. Yeah, it's like three, it's like three moves. Well, no, he, sure, he cuts sure. him this way, and, yeah. he, and he, he's not he's not cut in half. He just slices him down the middle. It was a bushido move. I mean, he literally yeah. oh, he literally cool. samurai sliced him. Mm-hmm. He'd been meditating the entire time. So when Maul shows up, he's like, "Oh, you're in the wrong place." He was ready. He was ready, and and Maul's just like Maul. Maul has been just through sheer force of hatred for Ben Kenobi. Kept himself alive for at this point forty five years. Yeah, that's insane. And so I mean, his whole focus is to use the dark side, which is powered by hate and strong emotion, to kill Kenobi. So he finally tracks him down to Tatooine, and and Kenobi three moves, he's done. Mm-hmm. But as Maul's dying, Kenobi cradles him in his arms. Yeah, <laughs> what? Very tenderly cradles him in Yo. his arms, and and Maul looks up and says, "Is it? Is he the chosen one?" And Ben says, "Yes." No. Oh. And so and they're Maul, talking about Luke, maybe. I, I think, think they're talking about Vader. <laughs> I really do. I think they're talking about Luke because he knows he's the only Kenobi's the only one that knows that. Uh, well, no, Kenobi and 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 Yoda are the only ones that know that Anakin's Vader. But, but mm-hmm. okay, so but, so he says, is he the chosen one? Which is, is he the one that's going to bring balance to the Force? And, but, he, and, and what about Moose Bear Stormcloud? No, that's, that's a balance. different religion. <sighs> I can't let this shit go, Lee. Seriously, man, I am going back on cocaine. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, if Moose Bear Stormcloud is right there, then, 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 then he'd bring How do you tie your shoes? <laughs> your Velcro. You loop it. No, you loop it. No, you loop it, you loop it, and then you swoop it. Okay, you loop it and you swoop it. And so, and so, so he's dying in his arms, and and he says, "Is he the chosen one?" And Kenobi says, "Yes." Yeah. And and the mall says, "Then he will avenge us." Oh. And that's it. He's done. And so. then then he leans down and goes, I "You just, got knocked the fuck out." <laughs> I just he said, "Stay down." <laughs> no, I'm sorry, Lee, and I'm 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 being very sincere and serious. I just don't what do you understand. want to know about the moose bear? Yo, I guarantee I, if you take his sunglasses off, he's actually asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Being very serious, <laughs> he's been dreaming this entire time. I'm woke. I'm woke. <laughs> yeah. woke. No, I'm, I'm asking questions because I, I, I uh-huh. I'm not, I'm not as learned on Star Wars as you are. No, that's okay. And so, like, and so, the I'm thing- mostly making it up. So. Hey, man, boost best on <laughs> No, I'm just trying to understand. Like, okay, if 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 Bendu 
right? Yeah. If, the, if, the bender. If he's the ba- if he's the balance of the force. No, he then, is a balance of the force. Okay, well, I'm just saying. If uh, he's it, he is he is an entity that balances the force. Okay, well, he was he's technically force goals. Who's on first? He's force goals for his for his neck of the woods. Okay, oh, okay, that I didn't understand. Yeah, I thought it, I'm like if the if the goal of if the whole goal of the force we're, we're is talking to be about balanced. We're talking that, but he is balanced in the force. There's also other again other so other things that balance the force. So we're he's ta- technically force goals. For that part, yeah. But the okay. Jedi have this prophecy of this chosen one that will bring balance to the force. Okay. And then, so, then why and, can't it be fucking that dude? Because Bendu's not a Jedi. God damn it! That's like I said, man. Different religions. Yeah. I deal yeah. with this all the time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's like it's like it's like it's like how it's like how Jewish people don't think Jesus Christ was the Messiah. Bingo. They're like the Messiah hasn't happened yet. Okay. Yeah. Whereas Christians are like the Messiah happened. Whereas the Muslims are like he was a great. Uh, a, a, a great disciple. Okay. Or, uh, he was a he was a really cool prophet. We love Jesus, but Muhammad was cooler. Nailed it. And so, okay, no, the, no, the Bendu, that's, that's the Bendu is a about. very strong, balanced force being. Whereas the Jedi have their own prophecy of this being that will bring balance to the force, i.e., destroy the Jedi and but wipe out the Sith. Can't they just use that motherfucker? I mean, he's just because he's not a Jedi. God. They don't even know about him. It's Kanan that finds yeah, him. Yeah, he's the one who finds him out in the middle of the desert. Yeah. And the Bendu is like, "Oh, you're insignificant." And Kanan's like, "Yep, and I'm blind." <laughs> okay, no, and I'm, and I'm yeah. thank you. I just, I just oh, want to have another drink. Star Wars is tricky. Yeah. I mean, because there's yeah, a lot start. of like, I can't be the only one. I, I'm sure our listeners are like in my shoes where they're like, "What the fuck?" Anytime okay. you want me to describe this basic kid show to you, I will well, have to do. clear up. <laughs> also, oh, also, how do I tie my shoes? <laughs> clear up the loop and swoop. Before Can we you go tell to break, me how SpongeBob works. <laughs> Oh, I got this. Before we go to break, Excitable James had a question. Yes. Did they reveal Han Solo's real name a couple of weeks ago? No. Okay, that's what I thought. I don't know where that came from. See, that's why I didn't report it, because it it was a rumor when I read it, and so that's... I saw it, though. It's Tupac Shakur. There you go. No, I mean... Han Solo's real name, Tupac Shakur. Yeah, they're not... I don't... Gary Witta, uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I got to sit on a panel with him at, at FanX, and mm-hmm. uh, he, he did spoil some stuff for the next season of Rebels, but none of that was, oh, Han Solo's coming. Yeah. But they did, uh, when they were running away, they were running away to Yavin. That's the yeah, new, at the the end new of the, base. At the end of Rebels, they're all headed to Yavin. So we're dealing with the next season will be the... Watch that shit. It's a good fucking It is. Show. Yeah, it's really it is going to be the year leading up to Star Wars. Yeah. And then we're getting into what I call Lee prophecy time, which means, is Captain <laughs> Rex... The old bearded rebel trooper on Endor uh, is because we know Hera's alive in Rogue One. Mm-hmm. We see Chopper and we see the ghost, and and her name is called. Yeah, and she's a commander at this point, so yes. she's been she's been rank, ranked oh up God. a couple times. Uh, do you think they'll have Rogue One? Well, no, they will have Rogue One characters. Show yes, up. they, they will because they could, there's one have, way. Yeah, Diego Luna, yeah. Cassian Andor is so fucking obsessed with Jabba the Hutt. He he talks about as a kid he had a model of Jabba in his bedroom, and he'd sit there and think about what is his texture. Is he delicious? <laughs> All this shit. He's obsessed with Jabba the Hutt. You can watch on YouTube. There's probably 30 interviews with Diego Luna just obsessing over Jabba the Hutt. So if they said to Diego, hey, come do some episodes of Rebels. You're a spy. We want to do one where you're infiltrating Jabba's palace. Oh He'll God. be there in a fucking well, Didn't he say his character had been doing it since he was like eight or something like that? No, he's been fighting since he was eight. Yeah. He's been part of the rebellion. You will see Cassian Andor. You will see K2 on Rebels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, K2SO will be on there. Yeah. And Alan Tudyk, he has no problems doing animation voice oh, work. He does a ton of uh, voice work. And we're also he's dealing with great. the fact, okay, on, on Clone Wars, uh, Liam Neeson did Qui-Gon's voice. Liam several, Neeson's, though! Several episodes. <laughs> 
Um, Force Whitaker's been on Rebels. Yeah, and he'll be on oh! Rebels. He'll be on Rebels again. Yeah, his character. Yeah, mm-hmm. so they did. They did two or three episodes with, yeah. with him. Still, <laughs> oh my god! Because and then little little what's her face could show up too. Yeah. Liam Neeson's dope. <laughs> so about, I, uh, I think I think that they oof. might end. This is again just conjecture, but they might end uh, the next season with the Battle of Scarif from the Rebels' point of view. Yeah, hmm. from from the Ghost Crew point of view. I saw uh, I saw an article online. It said uh, oh, like, God. some genius uh, linked Rogue One to Episode Four like that, and they they you know yeah. it showed the clip, and it was like you know the whole ending, you know the mm-hmm. Vader's chasing them and the takeoff. And they just cut to, to, to the New Hope. I go, genius. That was a genius, yeah. <laughs> genius. genius move. Good job using uh, Adobe products. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you, you see the, the whole Hammerhead cruiser scene from, from Rogue One where they, they ram that Star Wars. That shit is the so fire. You see where those come from on, uh, on uh, Rebels. Rebels, which is great because instead of having a whole, oh, where did this come from moment in the movie, you, hey, cool, Easter there's, egg. There's we, your we reference. Watched the, we watched this TV show, now we know. Mm-hmm. And we also know why they only had one after the season finale. True. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moose Bear Stormcloud. Yeah. Hashtag. Oh, you put hashtag Moose yeah. Moose Bear. Stormcloud? Yeah, but I wouldn't. Okay. I wouldn't be surprised. Right. If Can next you, year Gary, you see? You see he's asleep again. He's asleep. You oh, see all these I'm guys. awake. I'm woke, motherfucker. He's woke. Woke AF. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After these <laughs> messages, we'll be right back. Where the fuck is the Moose Bear? Cloud. <laughs> Doctor Volt's Comic Connection. Let's see what they've got going for April. The Legend of Korra. Korra and Asami leave the spirit world. The duo find Republic City in political upheaval in the wake of the invasion of the spirit world. The adventure of the Avatar continues here. A Batman Flash crossover. The Dark Knight and the Fastest Man Alive. The two greatest detectives in the DC Universe unite to solve the interdimensional mystery behind a blood-stained smiley button embedded in the Batcave wall. Armory Wars Volume 3 series. Coheed and Cambria frontman Claudio Sanchez and Chandra Eckert team up with the best-selling artist Rags Morales for the long-awaited third installment of the New York Times best-selling series, The Armory Wars. Marvel ramps up this month with all new titles, Secret Empire, X-Men Blue and Gold, and the return of Ben Riley as the Scarlet Spider-Man. Go see him. Support local business. Get out of the house. Make some new friends in real life. Open seven days a week. Their hold service is free, and with that you get a discount of 20% off purchases over $20 or more, and you get the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South, it's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Ah, springtime. You know, you should really go in and say hi to the folks at Cabin Fever. Meet some fellow geeks, freaks, and befriend some meeks. Cabin Fever's been providing customers with hand-picked greeting cards, gift wrap, books, and gifts since it opened its doors in 1982. Currently located at the heart of Trolley Square, the corner of 500 South and 700 East, Cabin Fever's been helping the meek, the geek, and the freak since day one. They say everything that is old is new again, which is why Cabin Fever continues to be a shopping spot for the diverse community here in Utah. Stop by for a trip down memory lane or take something home and make some new memories. From tin totes, jigsaw puzzles, books, tin signs, retro candy, and greeting cards, of course, it's Cabin Fever, so much more than a card store. Trolley Square Mall, 500 South, 700 East, Cabin Fever. Ah, springtime. Hey, are you doing all the work? I mean, are you having groceries, ingredients shipped to your home, and then you're doing all the work? 
I mean, really, you couldn't send me pre-made croutons? I gotta slice the almonds? All that packaging and ice packs, that can't be good for the environment either. Let Chef Daniel do it for you. Home delivery service geared for those who can't cook or are too busy or have decided to make changes in their diet and don't know where to start. This is from scratch cooking in resealable, reusable containers. Ask Shannon. He's used this service. Menu changes weekly. You can order as much or as little as you like. No commitment to order every week. Daniel can accommodate all food preferences and allergies. Vegan, vegetarian, paleo, gluten, and dairy-free. Daniel sources a lot of ingredients local. He's proud to source and serve a lot of local product. Go to his website, Cantu's Catering, C-A-N-T-U-S Catering.com for more information or to submit a home delivery request or contact Chef Daniel at 801-359-6035. Oh, Daniel can cater your party or special event no matter how big or small. Ask me or Jimmy about that. He's done that for us before. And you get a special discount if you tell Daniel, Geek Show says hey. Black Velvet Boutique, I've had a lot of Geek Show podcast listeners thank me for introducing them to Black Velvet Boutique. Well, Dawn and Leah at Black Velvet Boutique want to thank you for stopping by. They're located at 293 South State Street in Clearfield. It's a sexual wellness resource, locally owned and operated, open seven days a week. Uh, The staff's really supportive, very passionate about making sure their customers have a positive experience. They emphasize positive relationships between partners and with oneself. Black Velvet Boutique, all-inclusive, judgment-free shopping environment. I mean, talking about sex can be uncomfortable, if you let it. Black Velvet Boutique, they believe there's no shame in sex or wanting to be educated about sex. You're free to just shop anonymously or, you know, don't be shy. Engage with any of the Black Velvet Boutique staff. They're interested in building an honest dialogue and relationship with their customers and helping people make informed decisions. It's not a porn store or a novelty store. It's a store for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex. Black Velvet Boutique, huge advocates of self-care, which is about understanding your body and sexual needs and desires. Visit them at their store, 293 South State Street in Clearfield, or call them. Ask about their free workshops as well, blackvelvetboutique.com, located at 293 South State Street in Clearfield. Hey, everybody, this is Jimmy Martin for the Geek Show Podcast, and my wife, Kat Martin, has a special offer just for you. Are you tired of dusting your Legos? Yep. Polishing your Funko Pops? Oh, yeah. And just cleaning your house in general? Yep. Well, give Cat's Cleaning a call at 801-403-7342 today. With 17 years' experience, Cat, that's me, has carefully selected my employees and trained them in all of my ridiculously OCD ways. Check out Cat's Cleaning SLC on Yelp and Facebook, Cat is with a K, to read our five-star reviews and visit catscleaningslc.com for more info. We've even been featured on local news and actually cleaned for local celebrities, including the one and only Carrie Jackson. Oh, thank you. Mention Geek Show for a 10% discount. That's 801-403-7342. Or go to catscleaningslc.com. Cat with a K. Oh, yeah. And we're back. Woo-hoo. So, Moose Bear Storm Club. No, guys, enough of this shit. <laughs> He's actually a really What's good it? barbecue chef. Oh. Bart, I love barbecue. Yeah, BBQ. <laughs> High five, Tony. Yeah. Uh, just some uh, quick headlines. These are you know, there's there's nothing really deep in this. Just some quick headlines. Uh, Henry Cavill has joined the cast of Mission Impossible Cavill, Six. Cavill, Super- yeah. Superman, Adam, Superman, Adam. Is going to be on Mission Impossible 6. Nice. And how he got the job was? He looks really good and he's tough. Christopher McQuarrie, ask him on Instagram. Oh, nice. Say. (laughs) Sounds professional. Say at Henry Cavill, had a thought, curious if you're interested in a role in the sixth installment of Mission Impossible. No pressure. P.S. Why is your left eye always red? Yeah. And he wrote back, okay, I'm in. And that's how it happened. 
That's crazy. He's probably taken <laughs> over because uh, Jeremy Renner can't do it. He's like, I was just oh, thinking about that, and I'm like, so that's my next. Story. So Cavill can be a superhero and be an MI6, but Renner can't be a superhero and be an MI6. Well, no, it, it all depends on uh, scheduling conflicts. I think, well, yeah, but I think they're Infinity both War filming. Part One and Two. Don't, well, don't keeping, ruin, don't ruin it for me, James. I, I have the answer. <laughs> okay, uh, Jeremy Renner is too busy filming yeah. the next two Avengers movies right. to appear in in Mission Impossible in Six, <laughs> uh, but he will apparently. I'm not willing to say completely for sure, but he's going to be in in, in, in the Ant Man sequel. As so he's just so busy. Oh, Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah, you think it like his part in the Infinity War would be really short? Because I'm thinking the. The guy Hawkeye versus Thanos. Is he? Fight's going to be really Oh, my God, short. my arrow to you. Zap. Zap. I, oh, I, oh, dang it. I think he's going to fight Thanos' arrow guy. Thanos has an arrow guy? No. Oh, I wish no. that I wish that was a name. Arrow guy. Like, arrow guy. <laughs> what, what, I would like to see him fight Yondu, though. That arrow guy versus Yondu. Fight. Wait, arrow guy oh. versus Yondu? Because Yondu's got his arrow. Hawkeye, thing. Yeah. Hawkeye? Or they team up. Or they team up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. It's the same oh. thing again. Oh, oh God. It's oh, Mighty Marvel team oh, up. Get the Crisco. That's well, because the Guardians are going to be in yep. Infinity War. Yeah. yeah. And Yondu, I still in the comics, how. is the Cosmic Archer. He doesn't He doesn't whistle for his arrow. He has a bow and arrow. Yeah. Oh. He's got a bigger but mohawk, but I love how Yondu has the mohawk he now. He can control it. Yeah. yeah, he can psychically control his yeah. arrows. Yondu will have the mohawk in the new one. <laughs> Wait, he has more than one arrow in the comic? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's an archer. Not just mm-hmm. the one. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. But he's also in the year 30,000. Whoa, whoa. In or three, the year 30,000. It's 3,000. Dodgers in the 24th and the half century. Vance Astro has the shield, uh-huh. and then Yondu's the archer. and uh, So he comes back in time in the uh, comics? It's or, very convoluted. Okay. Yeah. It's, I, would, I would say early I 2000s, late 1990s. I don't want to get into the moose bear again. Yeah. So. <laughs> they were the original Guardians. We're going to call that from now on like a confusing thing. We're just going to call That's it a moose bearing. Moose bearing. It's a moose bear storm clock. It's a moose bear moment. Moose bear storm clock. The original Guardians comic, I think, took place a thousand years in the future. Oh. It did. So. It did. Let's get, um, a, let's get a uh, moosebearstormcloud.com. Can we register that? Excitable James. James, you on that? Uh, let's see, then uh, you'll be happy to know that Edward James Olmos is working. Oh, yeah. I always am. He got a job um, President good. Adama. Yeah, he's, uh, he is uh, in the new Predator movie, hmm. briefly. Oh, is that uh, Shane Black? Yeah. Yep. Yes. Yeah. And that one. he is returning as his character in Blade Runner 2049. Oh, God. What? Yes. I'm so excited for that movie. Yes. Me too. Uh, he said uh, he will re- reprise his role as Gaff from the original movie. <laughs> I, s- I signed a seven-page non-disclosure contract. I did. My manager did. My agent did. Everybody did. I You'll couldn't talk about it. it. Back in 1980. I couldn't <laughs> talk about it, anybody about it. Guess what? This is, I'm finally telling you, I will be Gaff in Blade Runner 2049. Nice. Cool. It's not about Gaff, but it's about someone who is trying to find out certain things about us back then. My role is like it was in the original, that I'm that time I only had four scenes. In this one, I only have one, but again, it's a, a poignant little scene. Obviously, I'm, it's I'm, him and Ryan Gosling. Exactly. And uh, Blade Runner 2049, which takes place four years after War is 2045. It's all oh, part geez. of the same yeah. universe. Yeah. Same universe. Just like Kurt Russell's soldier. Yeah. We'll have some yeah. origami sure. uh, it's, it's unicorns. Moose it's Moose Beard. Yeah, it's a Moose Beard storm cloud thing. Let's not get into it. We, we talked about in the last episode about Ghost in the Shell basically mm-hmm. using Blade Runner technology, but using today's technology. Mm-hmm. That's Blade Runner with today's technology. <laughs> I'm excited for it. Yeah. With, with the right director. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dude, let's, do you imagine Ridley Scott's ghost on the shell? That'd be good. Wow. So, no, but Ridley's not doing this one. He's not? No, it's Dennis... Uh, God, I was Butcher's last name. He just did Arrival. 
Okay. Yeah, he's he's doing he's directing Arrival it, but, but Ridley amazing. Scott is is producing. It's like Dennis Varela. It yeah. starts with a V. <laughs> Arrival was so good. Arrival was good. Oh, no, this, he's gonna crush it. I bet. When I saw uh, the aliens and Arrival, Ridley's, I was fucking. Ridley's I feel producing. Like I've seen it. Huh? He, Ridley's producing. Yeah, okay. he's producing. So Scott Free still involved. involved. Yeah. yeah. Um, Quantum and Woody. Huh? Huh? Hmm. Is a comic is that book. Dick physics. <laughs> it's a comic book. Oh, it's uh, those... Valiant Comics. Yeah, Valiant Comics, yeah. Uh, the Russo brothers are producing a TV series based oh, on man. Quantum what? and Woody. I, so it'll be funny. I remember the name. What was it? What is it about? Does the it series say? follows two estranged adopted brothers who become crime fighters shortly after meeting each other in adulthood and getting superpowers. Right. I'll watch. Other superhero show. Sounds good. <laughs> so there you go. I'll watch it. There is that. Well, that's the Russo brothers, so that's what I'll give everything three chances. <laughs> Everything. Uh, let's see. So, uh, <laughs> well, except that. Oh, <laughs> you didn't one, like it twice. Get that one it. once, huh? Yeah, no, when, only when, once. When Meatloaf tells you what that is, I'll I'll let you know if it's the uh, same thing. Speaking of a, a little known comic, uh, Mage Matt Wagner. Yes, that's not little known. That's is it? It's pretty well known, isn't it? Uh, Mage in indie comics was the first. I think it it started out independent, and then it went to Kamiko, and mm-hmm. then he went and did Grendel right after that. Yeah. But it was huge. It was re- it was that and Love and Rockets with uh, yeah. uh, the Hernandez brothers. Yeah. I think those mm-hmm. were the first two big, really big. I mean, independent. Like, not like Marvel and DC, big, no. but like with like comic book nerds, like oh, yeah, yeah, we, we, yeah. They, they go knew, to, they go to, to Comics Utah. And, yeah, and we're like new Mage. Woo, yeah. Woo, woo. Uh, yeah, you're getting new Mage. Um, really, it's, it's the end of a long road for him. He's uh, his other work over the years. He's you know, Grendel. You were talking about that Batman, Doctor Midnight, Sandman. Uh, Mage started all the way back in 84. Production of the second Shit. chapter in the series was delayed for over a decade after Wagner yeah. fought to get the rights to the series back from the original publisher went bankrupt in 1990. Yeah, Kamiko put everything in on Robotech, yeah. and when Robotech uh, went under, they, they and, lost everything. And it's been another 18 years since then, though, and the journey of Matchstick, a man, Kevin, Kevin Matchstick, a man who discovers a magical baseball bat and learns his true identity as a mighty hero has gone untold until now. Well, what's well, so cool about this is it's a retelling of our Thurian legend. He's mm-hmm. an and the baseball bat's ex- Excalibur. He, yeah. And, and uh, there's a guy named Mort. He's a mage that floats around, and mm-hmm. that's actually an incarnation of uh, of, of Merlin. Yeah. So he, I guess, has gotten control back, uh, oh. uh, Matt Wagner, and he has said that uh, Mage, the hero denied, will begin this July with oh. a special number zero issue at San Diego Comic-Con with the 15-issue series written by Wagner and illustrated by his son Brennan. Matt, wow. Matt Wagner as an illustrator pisses me off more than just about any artist out there. Matt it Wagner, could be amazing or terrible? No, it's, it's, it has nothing to do with this. With his uh, with the quality of. I thought he was a writer. He's a, he's an illustrator. He's an illustrator. Oh, he does both. When he, when okay. he did, when he did Mage and Grendel, he drew and illustrated both. Okay. All right. yeah. uh, the, the 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 thing that drives me nuts about him and Ben Edlund. Everybody knows Ben Edlund is a writer, but he he drew the first. I mean, the whole reason why he did the tick was an art school mm-hmm. assignment, and so. Uh, phenomenal illustrators that make it look easy, mm. and you look at Matt Wagner, and at first you're just like, "Oh, this is this is really simple, crude stuff. It's not that hard to do." Uh, if you know how to draw, it's really fucking hard to do. Mm-hmm. The, the guy's uh, the guy is a consummate storyteller. He he draws his comics like really elaborate storyboards, and sometimes throws in Art Deco design elements. So you you just yeah, that's true. It's aggravating. I'm gonna have to go. <laughs> well, I'm gonna have. To- I'm gonna have to reread uh, the original. Dude. I have to reread Grendel, which could be dangerous for everyone. Is that that would be? <laughs> <laughs> now, if you've never read Mage, I have not. 
I'm, uh, I'm familiar with it. You should check it out. Yeah, it's really, he's the guy with the lightning bolt t-shirt. Kind of, yeah. And you'd, you'd see fan, you'd see fanboys wearing yeah. those shirts all the time. And he's got a glow-in-the-dark baseball bat that yeah. just happens to be Excalibur. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, let's trolls. He does. Uh, Aquaman will be swimming into theaters later than originally planned. Huh. I know. I said that on my Aquaman panel. Yes, moving <laughs> from October fifth, twenty eighteen to. December 21st, 2018. I guess so that's it, actually a sign of confidence. It will open in 3D. Uh, Aquaman moving into the slot, currently occupied by an untitled Fox film from James Cameron. Avatar. That yeah. is presumably being held for Avatar 2. However, that pick has not yet been given an official release date as of this recording. Has he even started it yet? He decided uh, to go back into the San Marianas Trench. So, <laughs> His park's about to open. Yeah, I, well, I think by the time that you hear this, it's open. Yeah. So, or in May, probably. Somehow I ended up moderating an Aquaman panel. Okay. And I was surrounded by, like, so I'm kind of just like, eh, Aquaman. Hmm. You know? <laughs> and I was surrounded by yeah, Rich Bonaducci mm-hmm. wearing an Aquaman hat and, uh, like, belt buckle. And underoos. Uh, Tui from Watchtower Cafe. Mm-hmm. Who is Aquaman? Wearing all yes. Aquaman stuff. Yes, even did his tattoo. And then a guy dressed as Aquaman and a girl dressed as Mera. And Jesus. I'm like, well, I guess my first question is, uh, convince me Aquaman doesn't suck. But I, <laughs> That's I, I not did, really a question. Yeah. Uh, but my uh, so one of my questions was, what's your favorite version of Aquaman? And they went through, and I got mm-hmm, to me, and mm-hmm. I was like, my favorite version is Danny McBride in a car wash. Our Aquaman. Our, our Aquaman, yeah. Uh, the, current, the current run of Aquaman is my favorite. Uh, just In the see, comics? Yeah, yeah, just seeing Mira beat the shit out of Superman with a tank. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Because, yeah, they, they uh, uh, Black Manta and a terrorist organization uh, make it look like Atlantis declared war in the United States. Ooh. And so they, they take Arthur, sitting member of the Justice League, and they put him in prison. And then Mira breaks him out and says, this is bullshit. You're a king. Act oh. like a king. So ah. they're, they're walking through Washington, D.C. on their way back to the coast so that he can go back to the water. And uh, the president mobilizes Superman. And fun. And Clark floats down. He's like, Arthur, you need to go back to prison. We need to, you need to go to trial and, and Fuck hear you, this Boy out. Scout. And Mira just fucking grabs a tank by the turret, beats him over the head with it. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't nice. it also in that run that... Um, where nobody's taking Aquaman seriously because he's fucking Aquaman. Nope. And he's trying to no, talk was, to the rest of the Justice League. No, they take him very seriously. Yeah, that was that was the last iteration. I read that. Right. This, this Where he's like, listen to me, listen to me. And they're like, well, shut the fuck up, Aquaman. <laughs> this, and fucking Aquaman just punches Superman. And he fucking flies. No, this, like, this iteration, they take him very seriously because Atlantis is huge. There are millions of people mm-hmm. living in it. And their technology is so far advanced of anything on the surface. That they're really worried that if uh, if if relations go poorly, that the Atlanteans will declare war against the surface dwellers and kill them all. Yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah, fish to cups. Fish to cups. Fish to cups. Yes, I am better than that. That was and, the good one. And and uh, finally, this, and then we'll get to some movies and games and wrap this up. Uh, Todd McFarlane at Emerald City Comic Con. Just quit, Todd. Just quit. <laughs> go back to Canada. Stomping his feet and insisting that, yes, after all these years of him talking about it, a Spawn movie is still in the works. Oh, you betcha, you betcha. Hey, there's some CGI that aged well. Listen, I'm going to paint it for you. The movie is going to be a dark R. If here's PG-13 and here's Deadpool and here's Logan, we're going to be here. It's going to go Jeez. be dark. It's going to be nasty. He's going to rape a grandma. Jesus. With wow. a refrigerator. <laughs> you know. 
I just was going to have John Leguizamo as a blue clown. Yeah, he was the best part of that movie. It was. It really was. Oh, no. I'm sorry. The best part was the end with all of the CGI spawns on the meteors. I need to watch yeah. it again. It's but terrible. It, but the last time I watched it, I... I'm fine with it. I saw it. I saw it in the theater with my dad, and my dad was like, "No, that shit was fire." (laughs) He didn't say that. That's good, right? I should. I'm pretty sure I've got it on DVD or something at home. You probably have it on VHS. I don't know if VHS on beta. Did you guys ever watch the uh, HBO animated version? It's still still on HBO. (laughs) Is it really? If you if you have HBO on demand, you can watch Spawn. Yeah, it's fantastic. I've got those on DVD for sure. It's, yeah, it's actually oh. good. But it, the one that you quite can't good. find is MTV's The Max, yes. which was mm. fucking amazing. What, you mean the frame for frame? Like, that with, shit with, with was William Shatner, awesome. William Shatner voicing the villain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am The Max. Yeah, that's all I remember. Good yeah. fucking show. It was good, though. Uh, all right, uh, do we have um, uh, movies and uh, games and yeah. uh, some recommendations? Oh, and you got to review Smurfs. you got to review Smurfs, Smurf. Jimmy. Smurfs. Smurf. I know about the Smurfs, Jimmy. All right, we'll they, do, uh, they weren't alone. We'll do Blu-rays and DVDs. Uh, Hidden Figures is now out. Good yes. movie. Okay. Such was, a good movie. It's pretty good. The only thing I didn't like about it was the music. I, yeah, I watched it. It, it, critical. Took, me it took me out of it. I watched Pharrell, right? I gotta go to the bathroom. Ooh, gotta run, gotta run, gotta run to the I, bathroom. I didn't even notice. I didn't yeah. notice either. I did. Afterwards, huh. I, just, I, so I watched it. Was like, it was like Black Randy Newman? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, jeez. You gotta go potty, but it's too far uh, away. Uh, you got a friend in me. Coming out of uh, Oscar seasons, it was a big contender. Uh, I don't think it won anything, if I remember right, but uh, Lion with Dev Patel yeah. and Nicole Kidman. He got a lot of nominations. Yeah, so. uh, Monster Trucks is now out. Oh, was that good? Did you see it? No, but it, looked, they, it was about monsters and trucks. They sent it to me. I'm, it's still in the wrapper because I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you don't have to. Oh. Shannon give away it's about with. monsters and trucks. Uh, a show that is a show that's fucking fantastic on HBO. Speaking of HBO, uh, Veep season yes. five. Yes, yes. I, I really never watched yes. an episode of it ever. So, so season so six, good. Is, I think season good. six is the last season. It starts pretty soon. It right? starts very soon. Yes. Yeah. Julia Louis Dreyfus. Oh my God. She is bae. Yes. Uh, Silicon Valley, which I have not watched. It's Very, love it. That's a good great show. show. Good show. Freaking show. great Top show. By the way, as a uh, guy that works in IT, that show is just phenomenal. As a guy that used to work in IT, that show is phenomenal. <laughs> as a guy that knows how to turn on a computer, it's really fucking good. See, as a guy who's actually driven through Silicon Valley, yeah, it's cool. Yes. <laughs> Everyone's different perspective right as now. A, as good a guy show. with HBO, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's good. It's, I like that it's show. It's fantastic. And as a guy who's so never funny. seen it, it, sure, my friend said it's good. It's so fly to the Concords, but... <laughs> but uh, season three is now out, so... Uh, uh, season two was really good of that mm-hmm. of that because the the bad guy in it yeah. or the, the the guy the head of the car he died unfortunately yeah. so they couldn't bring him the character back but he was no, so no, no. good he was the he was the good guy the, oh, good, he was the rich good guy, guy. The yeah. good rich guy because he yeah. he he saw he was able to see ahead and yeah, he yeah. he invested in sesame seeds yeah one of the fan, most fantastic a, gags in such the a entire great, series it's a great scene where he he says I want you to go to Burger King and order one of everything yes. or something like yes. that yes. and he's and he's looking at the table and he says. This has sesame seeds. This has so sesame good. seeds. And, this, I, and so he, he buys like all the sesame all seeds. All the shares of sesame and, seeds and, and, and or whatever. When you're watching yeah. that episode, it starts at the beginning of the episode with go buy one of everything. And you don't find out why yeah. until the very end of yes. the episode. Yes. And, you're, and then you realize, this weirdo's a genius. He's a genius. <laughs> it's, it's, like the, it's a great uh, character. Also, yeah. Aviano. Is, or, Aviato. Yeah, Aviato. Aviato yes. It's like it's the French venture capitalist, Baudelaire Quinoa. <laughs> Made his riches. I hold the quinoa. All right, <laughs> that's it for DVDs and Blu-rays. That's good. What do you got for games? And then, then you got to review the Smurfs. Smurfs. So we got, no. we got a couple of good games coming out uh, this week. If you like Stardew Valley, uh, 
You got collector's edition. Stardew Valley, man. It's kind of indie farming RPG. Farmersonly.com. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, if you like platformer games along the same veins of like, uh, along the vein of, uh, what was that one? Banjo-Kazooie. Uh, Donkey oh, yeah. Kong 64. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The team that made that uh, is has broken off and they're doing their own thing now called Ukulele, yeah. and it's a platformer that's reminiscent of all those N64 platformers, 3D platformers. So nice. If you like that kind of stuff, that's coming out. It's looking pretty good. Um, and then the other game that's going to be important this week, I think, is Planescape Torment gets <laughs> a, a remaster. <laughs> so to work on your computers with all your modern OSs, and you yeah. can just load it up and play it. They they tweaked the graphics to make it look a little bit better. They did uh, better sound for it and everything like that. So yeah. a classic RPG from the early 90s of PCs you can, yeah. you can play now. Well, right. You want me to talk about this one? Yeah, you missed I've that one. I've heard of this. Cosmic Star Heroin. I don't know what it is. You never done heroin? <laughs> I don't think that's the kind of heroin it's talking about. He can only do it if it's chilled. <laughs> it's got to be cold heroin. <laughs> you guys ever had cosmic star heroin? Uh, no. Is, it, is that a, is that a strain of a certain kind of? Is that like Pineapple Express marijuana? But yeah. this is heroin. She's asleep again. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Don't wake him up. It scares him. All right. That's good. Don't um, wake him up. Okay. So we save the best for last. Don't wake the moose bear. Jimmy reviewing. What's the? This is the second one. Third this is the third, third one. Oh, and this is all animated. See, that's where I'll start on a positive note because Wait, so it's, it's called the Smurfs, the Lost Village, and uh, <laughs> oh, Jesus. God, did you see his eyes? His <laughs> eyes went wild when he said that. <laughs> it's Lost so, Village. So, <laughs> but I will say this though. Like I, I watched the Smurfs when I was a kid, you know. But this is. I love the Smurfs. I. I used to take Smurfs to school in my Hot Wheels. Oh no! No wonder you were beat up. But but, <laughs> but, but look at my Smurfs. You, you you said the one I would say is a positive thing because the last two are the ones with like Neil Patrick Harris they and, try to and, be and Hank Azaria being a fucking idiot yeah. as Gargamel. And you, and you kind of because I love Hank Azaria. Yeah, you sure. just watch him going. God, man, seriously, you've got Simpsons money. You don't need this shit. Come on, man, go home. It's like, I want that Smurfs money now. <laughs> so this is all fully animated. The whole story is just that. Everybody's got their names, like, you know, grumpy, brute, you know, everybody. so whatever their name is. Dopey, Doc. Like, exactly. I'd be like drunk, cryy Smurf. Exactly. <laughs> I'd yeah. be like, there's actually a uh, table eater. They don't know what he does, he just eats tables. Vegan. So, anyway, vegan oh, Smurf. The whole no thing is that him. nobody knows <laughs> what Smurfette's purpose is. And she's the only girl in the town. What? And so, well. and she was. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! So. Give the B of the D. <laughs> the whole thing is that they find this lost village, and the lost village, obviously, what are they going to find? Smurfs that are? A whole bunch of female girls. Smurfs. All girls. So that's the whole thing. Gargamel chasing them down. Simple as that. It's There's nothing much to so, it. So is it animated, Gargamel? Yeah, everything's animated. Oh, okay. So that's, they, they there's learned, no live they action. Is it Hank Azari doing the voice of Gargamel? I don't think it is. It didn't hmm. sound like him. I was going to okay. look it up. But he I'm, learned his lesson. Yeah. Right. Um, so... The one thing I will say, though, is that the action sequences kind of feel, I don't know if you've ever been to, like, Universal Studios, we're riding, like, one of those simulator rides, and, like, they kind of, like, it wasn't even 3D, but, like, where they swoop at you, and they're like, oh, get you, and they kind of, like, pass, and you're kind of looking back, like, because there's tons of screens everywhere, it's like that. It kind of felt like an amusement park ride, mm-hmm. so to that was kind of fun, but beyond that, I mean, you're just talking about a Smurfs movie, man. Like, I'll, I'll say the kids enjoyed it, and most of the parents, I think the guy next to me fell asleep. Mm. <laughs> most of the parents didn't kill themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Most. So most make uh, one my condolences one star for Smurfs the Lost That's Village. Smurfed as I was Smurfs. So what happened? Did they, did, Smurf they, that. did they bring Smurf the Dark that. Smurfs in on any of these movies? The Dark Smurfs. I don't think so. Okay, 
never made it to the United States that I know of. But when the Smurfs were introduced in the 60s and 70s in Germany, there are these pitch black Smurfs. Hmm, with this red... sounds interesting. No, no, <laughs> no. I mean, I mean, from Germany, really, literally uh, pitch <laughs> Continue. black. They have red eyes and their mm. mouths are sewn shut because they are Smurfs that are risen from the dead and want to eat living you're, Smurfs. You're making this up. Well, how are you going to eat a Smurf up. if your mouth's sewed shut? That doesn't make any sense, Lee. In Germany, they're called Schwarzschrumpfs, which is black Smurf. I just don't know so, if I believe this. I don't this. think I believe this at all either. James, search I, that. Yeah. I think you might have had me up until you said Schmoffschmoops. That's Schwarz, and then which they is also black. Had the... And because of the swelling in my mouth, I can't say Schwarz clearly. Yeah. And they also and then had the uh... Schnoof is the German word Schwarz. for smooth. Wait, so Schwarz means black? Yeah. So Arnold, oh my God, Arnold Schwartz. Dup, 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 dup. Oh, Jesus Christ! And don't forget the. Uh, you uh, guys are gonna have a fucking Drax and a saxophone moment here. Don't forget home. also there was another oh, group right. of evil snur- Smurfs <clears throat> that the Germans created. Hmm. They had, uh, uh, they, they money grubbing big nose ones. Mm. Yeah, they're real. <laughs> Let me see this. Let me see this. They're real. The the black Smurfs. It says see. here. Let me see it. They're all right there. It's real. Oh my god. Yeah, and they they go evil, and their eyes turn red, and they have to sew their mouths shut so they don't eat oh, Smurfs. Jesus, that's that's some fucked up shit. Yeah, yep. I looked up. I've got a dark Smurfs on Google images, and, and you went to Pornhub. There's and none. Your life changed. None of that. No, these are all just black regular. Search, yeah, search black. Turn, turn your safe black search smurfs. off. Turn your safe search off, Tony. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> his, his bishop installed it. All right. I've got one recommendation, real fast. Okay. Uh, about a week ago, as we record this, uh, so it's out of Salt Lake, but we've got you know listeners across the country and whatnot. Um, Alton Brown does a really yes. cool show. Oh, did you see that? I did. Okay. <laughs> it's called Eat Your Science. So if he comes to your town, yeah. So just go to this website. You know, you can Google Alton Brown Eat Your Science. Uh, he's got the tour dates. He's going. He was here like a week ago. I know he went to Denver after us. He's just making his way across to, to the East Coast. But uh, it's a really, I mean, it's a cute show if you've got kids. It's basically watching like Mr. Wizard or, or Bill Nye the Science Guy. But with, but food. with food. But with food. and Well, actually liquor. So if anything. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's got a, he's got a, you know, the, like the spinny thing on mm. Price is Right? Mm-hmm. He's got three of them. And it's, uh, you would know the, the terms for it. It's like you have your base. Your secondary and your mm. finisher, yeah. And so the, the he pulls somebody from the audience who has to have a legal, you know, a driver's license on him, and they check it. She goes up, she spins it, and they make it. And the one that we had, uh, the first one was Alton's choice. So he goes, "I'm going to wait and see what else you spin, and then I'm going to choose your, you know, yeah. your base." The, then the girl, uh, let's see, she got uh, was it bourbon, I think, or something like that. And then the the finisher, she got um, soda, but then the guy behind the wheel, as like a joke, put it to hot sauce. And so it was bourbon, hot sauce, and so he chose gin and yeah. made, made this. And the whole thing was about how chemicals, chemicals can make it taste better. So he put nitrogen in it and made it like almost like, a, like an ice cream thing. Yeah. And mm. it was fucking cool. So, and hmm. they sing songs and shit. There's uh, puppets. Not in this one. There wasn't? No, the, oh. he has like a video of puppets, but I guess they were like in this last show. Yeah. But anyway, so I mean, it's a cute show. Kids learn stuff and, you know, it's a fun time. All right. Uh, but check his website out. His, his Eating America show was one of my favorites. Oh, it was just him and, a, him and a squad of motorcycle guys driving across the country eating food. Well, he said that he's also bringing, because what was it, Good Eats that he did? Yeah, that was, yeah. I he's learned a lot from that show. show. He's bringing it back. Well, he's oh, good. Yeah. He's a, he's a and food. he's going to be the host of uh, love... Bring It Back Iron Fucking Chef. Oh, really? Yeah. Good, love good, good Eats. Good started out as a PBS show, and yeah. then and then Food Network yeah. brought it out. I learned, was, I learned a lot. Yeah. So good. You can still watch it on Cooking Channel. They run it. And also watch Cutthroat Kitchen with him. My son loves Cut throat kitchen that shit is <laughs> awesome uh well mr b would you please 
Well, uh, you guys, I've had three uh, slices of ham. I can't have any more because I'm driving. <laughs> <laughs>